The time is 9 o'clock. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Thursday, December 7th. On today's show... At this point, I'm doubtful I will ever have a family physician again. We talk with a soon-to-be former patient of Dr. Adrian Kelly, who is closing down his Sackville practice this month. That's coming up right after some local news and information briefs. A rash of vehicle thefts plaguing the Sackville region in the past two weeks appear to have been used for joyriding, according to Sergeant Eric Hansen of the Sackville RCMP. Hansen says that most of the five stolen vehicles in the past two weeks have been recovered, though one was discovered completely burned. He said no arrests have been made in the thefts and has advised drivers in the region to make sure they do not leave their keys in their cars. As reported yesterday on Tantramar Report, Councillor Josh Gauguin will make a motion at next week's council meeting to ask town staff to negotiate a land use agreement for the Trans-Canada Trail System through Tantramar with the province of New Brunswick. Gauguin will also be asking his fellow councillors to assign staff to explore capital funding opportunities for a new pedway to connect to the trail where it's bisected by the Trans-Canada Highway. A local community group has come forward with an anonymous $1 million donation to go towards the project, but more funding will be needed to complete it. Regional Trails Coordinator for Plan 360, Mark Legere, has told Council in the past that there is possible funding avenues to complete the project. Council will consider Gauguin's motion at their meeting on Tuesday, December 12th at 7 p.m. Now for today's main story. Another doctor is closing their primary care practice in Sackville. Dr. Adrian Kelly has been practicing family medicine in town for 20 years and has announced he will be closing his practice as of December 15th this year. In a letter to patients shared on social media, Dr. Kelly says he was unsuccessful in convincing Horizon to accept any of his patients in the new Sackville Primary Care Clinic. This past summer, Kelly took a partial break for two months, scaling back his primary care practice to urgent needs only, while continuing to work his shifts at the Sackville Hospital emergency room. He said in a note to patients at the time that he could not continue practicing medicine at his current degree of intensity. His note cited the COVID-19 pandemic and staffing issues at the Sackville ER as added pressures in recent years that made it difficult to find a good balance between all of his obligations. Nancy Olton says she understands where Kelly is coming from, even if his departure from primary care means she will be without a doctor for the first time in her life with no clear prospects for finding a new one. CHMA called up Olden on Wednesday to find out more about her situation. My name is Nancy Olton, and I'm a resident of Bayvert, New Brunswick, and Dr. Adrian Kelly has been my family physician um, ever since he took over his current practice from Dr. Vaughn Smith. So that's going back over 20-some years. And I'm 56 years old, and this is the very first time I have ever been without a family physician. And it's pretty stressful. Yeah. When and how did you find out that uh, Dr. Kelly would be closing his practice? I believe um, somebody who worked at the hospital had mentioned it initially. And from there, there was a letter posted on his door um, 
to kind of go back a little bit, he actually took a little bit of a break from his office back in the summer, and he worked ER at that point, but not his family practice. And then he came back in September, and then we just I just recently found out that December the 15th is his last day in office, and it is my understanding that he will continue his um, his time in the in Emerge and Sackville Hospital as well. Okay, so we're saying goodbye to Dr. Kelly, it sounds like. Yes, as a patient, we are definitely, and, and, I, and I have to say, I have utmost respect for him. Um, I certainly understand where he's coming from, and he's been a, for, for my family and I, he's been a fantastic doctor, and I certainly wish him well. Um, but I'm sure for the rest of his patients who are in the same boat that I am, it does bring stress, and it does bring a lot of anguish and anxiety. Um, He was kind enough to offer in his letter some of the ideas and ways and means to try to navigate going forward. And and most of those are online options, um, such as My Health NB and Maple App and registering for a new family physician and so forth. But or calling 811 is another way to, to go, another one of the options to register for a new family physician. But it's not convenient for everybody. Um, I look at the seniors or people without computers or internet online, doesn't work for them. Um, and even people with literacy problems, they would have a very difficult time to try to access the information Um so I, I, I'm just worried that a lot of people are going to be left in the dark by always having to go the online route. And I think at this point, prospects are looking pretty bleak to have any new physicians coming into Sackville Hospital. And I know from, you know, Rural Health Action Group are working diligently to try to um, entice some doctors to come here. They've had great success with nurses. Um, but it, it makes me wonder what new potential doctors or those in another part of the province or country, when they see so many doctors leaving their practices in Sackville for one reason or another, does it make it look enticing or does it leave them with concerns? That I don't know, but um, when everybody seems to be bailing a sinking ship, it doesn't, to me, it just leaves a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, one thing that Dr. Kelly mentioned is that he had hoped to find some space for some of his patients at the new Tanchamar Clinic. Um, was that a bit of a disappointment to find out that that uh, no patients would be able to move over to the new primary care clinic run by Horizon? Absolutely. And I, I certainly don't understand that. And um, I guess my concern for that not so much for myself, my husband, we don't have a lot of medical issues, but for some of Dr. Kelly's chronically ill patients, my heart goes out to them because why are they not important enough to be seen at that clinic? Um, I don't understand why Horizon wouldn't allow his chronically ill patients to be taken under the wing of that new new clinic. I, I Again, I wouldn't expect my file to go there because I'm very fortunate. I don't have a chronic illness to that extent. But for those that do, it must be really disheartening for them. I mean, I I don't know what those folks are going to do. I don't know what any of us are going to do. But 
to, to think that we're losing our family physician. We have no routine health care. So what about people who need prescriptions or follow-ups on medications that they're on? Maybe they need tweaking. How do they go about that? Or yearly checkups or medicals for driver's licenses and even well women's clinics and you know no more pap tests and breast breast health I mean where do we where do the women go for those and cancer rates are high so to me you have to be proactive and that's just one other avenue that to me we're falling behind on by losing our family doctor and having no other resource put right into place. Right it's a lot harder to be proactive about your health when you don't have that sort of that that medical home that you can go to exactly and you know there's no there from my understanding i well i just don't understand how routine blood work let's say how those tests would be requested or who's going to follow up on them um there's a lot of questions that i don't have answers to and and i don't know where to turn to seek those answers I guess some of the, the solutions that have uh, been sort of put forth, well, number one, there is the, the new primary care clinic which uh, in Sackville, which I guess is not accepting new patients or any more patients, so that has a capacity issue. Um, there is the um, uh, NB Health link where you can make sort of one-off appointments and, uh, and then e-visit and B where you can do some online consultations. Do you think that some of those, do you think that either of those will be useful to you? Do you think you'll be able to make use of those at least in the meantime? They're going to have to be (laughs) because I don't have any other option because I I think what's going to, I think they are valuable and the staff that are there, you know, behind on the other side of your computer, like kudos to them. They are filling in a huge void. Um, so I don't mean to be disrespectful to them whatsoever. Um, I've never used those formats, but that's definitely my option moving forward because I, at this point, I'm doubtful I will ever have a family physician again. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I have a hard time thinking that because so many people are ahead of me on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've been on the list for years and they're not moving on that list. So I have no idea what number I am on the list, but I'm certainly not in the top 10. So, right. so I really do have concerns if I will ever again have a family physician. Before I let you go, Nancy, do you have any, I don't know, special requests or questions? Or do you want to put a bug in the ear of Horizon Health officials or Provincial Department of Health officials? Well, I, I think everybody has to come together. Um the Sackville Memorial Hospital is a small hospital. They've been spending lots and lots of money on renovations and expansion and so forth. So we don't want to lose what we have. But every time a physician shuts their office down um, for their own reason, and I, I'm not saying it should or should not happen. Each physician has to face that on their own terms. But I feel like we're being forgotten Um I'd like to know why Dr. Kelly's request through Horizon was denied to allow any of his patients take part in the doc in the clinic that are only is only for Dr. Johnston and Dr. Wall's patients, and you know other other options. Oh, there's walk-in clinics, but again, we're a very rural area. 
uh, Straight Shores and Tantamar. And at this point, that was another option that they're saying, oh, just go to Moncton. Well, seniors can't necessarily go to Moncton. Mount A students can't necessarily go to Moncton. If, they, if it's not an emergency, we're running out of resources. And I think the ER will continue to be overused, um, not for emergencies, but for prescription refills, because people aren't going to have access to what they need for that. And then there's the snowball effect with ER being busier and the stress and strain on those healthcare workers and mental health of the patients and the staff for not having support and background and somebody to take that on. I think that the pharmacies are going to be busier with the people going in for their pharmacists to extend their prescription and so forth. So I think it's just starting to snowball, but I, I can see this is huge problem and I don't know whether our MLA has an answer um, from what I've read she's met with the CEO of Horizon so whether anything has come from their discussion I don't know but communication must continue and I think we really have to work together to try to make this dark situation something that people are not going to die over and it's not just Dr. Kelly leaving it's every other physician as well so you know, I wish him well. I hope I hope he's, you know, content. I know he's very stressed over the situation, um, but he had to make it for his, what was right for him. So I wish him well. All right, Nancy. Well, thanks so much for telling us about, you know, your situation and, and by extension, sort of the situation of many people who were patients of Dr. Kelly there. So appreciate it. Well, thank you for, for giving me a voice and, and hopefully his patients will you know, have a voice of their own and be able to write letters or do whatever campaign they feel that they also need to do to try to find some answers and a solution to the problem. That's Bay Verit resident Nancy Olton speaking to CHMA on Wednesday. Dr. Adrian Kelly's last day in his primary care practice will be December 15th. CHMA has reached out to Horizon to ask why Dr. Kelly's patients are not being accepted at a new primary care clinic set up by the Health Network in response to the closure of two other primary care practices in Sackville. We'll keep you posted on their response. And that's it for Tanchamar Report for Thursday, December 7th. Make sure you take some time to fill out CHMA's 2023 listener survey. We want to hear from you about how we can improve your listening experience. The survey is on our website at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. And now the weather. Today, a few flurries ending earlier this morning, then clearing. Risk of freezing drizzle earlier this morning. Wind becoming west 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40 earlier this morning. High minus 5. Wind chill minus 18 earlier this morning, and minus 12 this afternoon. UV index 1 or low. Tonight, a few clouds. Wind west 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40. Low minus 11. Wind chill minus 14 this evening and minus 19 overnight. Tomorrow, Friday, mainly sunny. Wind west 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40. High minus 2. Wind chill minus 18 in the morning, minus 8 in the afternoon. UV index 1 or low. Friday night, clear. Low minus 10. Saturday, sunny. High of 0.
Saturday night, cloudy periods, low minus 4. Hi, I'm Nick, and you're listening to CHMA. And here's Brian Nielsen with your CHMA Sports Update. Last night in the NBA, there were 10 games for you to know about. Cleveland Cavaliers with the 121-111 victory at home over the visiting Orlando Magic. Memphis Grizzlies 116-102 over the Detroit Pistons in the Motor City. In a high-scoring one, we got the Philadelphia 76ers beating the Washington Wizards 131-126. Toronto loses at home to the visiting Eastern Conference champion Miami Heat 112-103. Brooklyn Nets beat the Atlanta Hawks by one. 114 113. Timberwolves come back to beat the Spurs at home 102 94. Chicago Bulls with the 11 point victory against the visiting, formerly owned by Michael Jordan. Charlotte Hornets 111 110. Houston Rockets with the 110 101 victory over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Dallas putting it to the visiting Utah Jazz 147 97. 50 point margin of victory there. Golden State Warriors, 110-106 victory came back against the visiting Portland Trailblazers. And lastly, the Los Angeles Clippers come back to beat the Denver Chicken Nuggets, 111-102. Four games in the NHL last night, seeing just uh, just a little bit of the goodness. Tampa Bay, 3-1 victory over Pittsburgh Penguins. Florida Panthers, the 5-4 victory over the visiting Dallas Stars. Vegas Golden Knights come back to beat the St. Louis Blues in St. Louis 6-3. And lastly, a couple goals in the first minute for the Edmonton Oilers. Sees them beat up on the visiting Carolina Hurricanes 6-1. And lastly, big trade in Major League Baseball. Former Washington National, now former San Diego Padre Juan Soto is traded to the New York Yankees, giving the Bronx Bombers a 1-2 lineup, perhaps featuring two of the greatest power hitters in baseball today, teaming up Aaron Judge with Juan Soto to rival what once was a power bats in L.A. with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani's free agency still up in the air, but there are hopes, rumors, and possibilities that Shohei will end up north of the border playing for the Toronto Blue Jays. The speculation will continue. And that was Brian Nielsen with your sports update. Don't forget to tune in weekdays 8, 9, 12, and 5 for Brian's sports update. And of course, listen to the morning show Mondays, 7.30, about 9. And there's also some sports commentary at 8.30. Thanks so much, Brian. everyone, my name is Tammy, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And thank you for that, Tammy. Happy Thursday, and welcome to the Late Morning Show here on CHMA. You just heard from Erica with your Tantramar Report, Anver with your Top of the Hour Weather, and Brian with your Sports Update. I am your Late Morning Host, JC, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, 
Broadcasting live to all of you beautiful CHMA listeners from the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center, otherwise known as the Mount Allison Student Center. All right, the time is 9.20, and I have a few local announcements for you all before we keep this show rolling into some music. So, there is a book launch and poetry reading tonight, 7 p.m. at Bagtown. So the Hard Scrabble Press is pleased to present two new chapbooks, Solchi, I may be pronouncing that wrong, Solchi, by Riverview poet Danny Jacobs, and Driving Home by Sackville poet Sean Cunningham. So that looks to be an absolutely awesome time. Uh, once again, that is on uh, at Bagtown Brewery at 7 p.m. All right. Also tonight... Every And every Thursday at 7.30 p.m., the Sackville Film Society screens a film at the Amherst Theatre. Tickets are $10. This week's film is Delinquents, directed by Rodrigo Moreno. So bank employee Moran steals enough money to never work again and then offers his colleague a cut if he hides the cash while Moran confesses and does what he calculates will be a short jail sentence, soon under investigative pressure. Accomplice Roman meets a woman who transforms him forever. So once again, that is tonight at 7.30 p.m. at the Amherst Theater. All right, let's get back into some music, and I will be back after a few songs to give you a little update on all the fun shenanigans going on tomorrow at Moonlight Madness. All right, so... Up next, for your listening pleasure, we have Helena Delane, uh, a song from her 2023 album, Goodnight Summerland. Here is Strawberry Moon.
Hi, this is Drew, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Shut it. 